right, guys, before we get started, a big thank you to our sponsor, Microsoft Surface. Microsoft Surface, a huge part of game day and preparation for the Los Angeles Chargers as the official laptop and sideline technology provider for your LA Chargers. Microsoft Surface provides players and coaches with the tools to succeed both on and off the field. Microsoft Surface Pro 7, your endlessly adaptable partner now with faster processing and more connections, plus all-day battery life. The 12.3-inch touchscreen 2-in-1 laptop, ultralight and versatile. Check it out on their site, surface.com. What's up, guys? Welcome to the final drive presented by Microsoft Surface. Alongside Haley Elwood, Chris Harry here with you. Chargers win 30-27 in overtime in the division in Las Vegas. Haley, the game had everything. It starts with Justin Herbert, though. The, the kid is special. He shows it every week, and then he also raises the bar every week as well. Yeah, that's probably the best way of putting it. I mean, another game-winning drive for Justin Herbert. And I think when you kind of take a step back and, and look at these last two weeks overall, I know that Coach Lynn was asked about his growth over these last couple weeks, and, and he said, you know, he's spreading the ball and doing everything he can to keep plays alive. But you know, I think we have seen a lot of growth and a lot of development from him. And and I will say this, and, and again, I said it last week even, but I'll say it again. I think when the Raiders kicked that field goal, we all had the confidence that he was going to go down the field and get it done because that's the sort of maturity and poise and confidence that he's shown this whole season. It's just that, you know, in, in this is the story about some of the other games that they lost, the execution wasn't there, but it was there last night. And it got down to third down on the final play, but it was there. But I just think you're so right. He is so special. He's doing so many great things. You said it best, too. Two primetime games that went to overtime. The country's got a double dose of Justin Herbert, mm. a little free Herbert at the end. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and I just think, you know, it, it's just so exciting to watch. And, and I think for him, when you watch his press conferences every week, all he talks about is just wanting to get a win, like just wanting to win. They stacked two in a row. Everything turned out really well last night. We need to get t-shirts to say, I was in. I was in. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was such a great moment, too, because he's so composed all the time and just oh, yeah, you know, kind of quiet. But but it was so great because he he freaking knew it and, and he was right. And and he even said after the game, like it it took a little second, but but they called it. But yeah, that was that was a fantastic moment to just kind of like put the little cherry on top of that Sunday. No question. It, you know, to do it with Keenan Allen was not hundred percent. Mike Williams was no. not hundred percent. So to see these other guys step up, Jalen Guyton, uh, Tyron yeah. Johnson, KJ Hill, those guys combined for 191 receiving yards. It, it's, it's a testament to them. First and foremost, their growth from, you know, what they were at the beginning of this program to where they are now, but also it's Justin, and his ability to the offense doesn't change when your stars are in there. Hunter had a really good game too, yeah, uh, he did. but, but, but you mentioned it, that, that overtime, there was confidence. I think among chargers fans that, that Justin Herbert was going to drive down the field and, and win the game. And it only took, you know, I, I felt like we were watching the Raiders offense forever yeah, in that forever. game. Forever. Because at one point we were. <laughs> it was like a, a 10 plus minute drive, I believe. Almost it, 11, it, yeah. Almost 11 minutes. Uh, to, to see Justin in a couple of plays hit Jalen Guyton, and if he just put maybe another yard or two of air on it, it would have been game over. Um, yeah. 
it, it was just really neat to see because, we, you know, you and I talk about Keenan Allen and his records and everything he's doing, which uh, deservedly so. Uh, but this is a rookie throwing to undrafted guys, rookies like K.J. Hill, who really, you know, he stepped up. He had a really good game. Uh, his his best game as a pro, obviously. Yeah. Uh, it was just really neat to see this offense not really miss a beat. No, they totally didn't. And I think, you know, these are guys when you talk about KJ Hill, obviously a, a draft pick, but when you talk about guys like him, like Tyron Johnson, like Jalen Guyton, these are names, I will bet anyone they did not know who they were at the beginning of the season. No. And these are names now who I think were being questioned yesterday when stuff about Keenan and Mike was happening with their being questionable, like, oh, do we put these guys in? Because we've seen some things over these last few weeks, like on fantasy teams, you know. And I just think, yeah, I think I, th I actually think you asked Herbert this after the game because he obviously got a lot of time with them this offseason. And I think we're seeing the benefits of that now that, that those benefits have been reaped that he was, you know, he built the rapport with them because, again, this was not the plan. It said a bunch of, you know, <laughs> different times in different ways, you know, as the Christmas song goes to the season. But it, it wasn't the plan for this to be the case this year. And so to have him build that connection with those guys, and I mean, the connections that he's built with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, but Keenan, I mean, especially is just out of this world. But I really do think, I mean, Herbert even said it, that to get the consistent production from those two players is something that is just, he said, it's huge. And you really, really saw that last night. And you really saw that, that trust between the two, you know, between quarterback and receiver really being shown throughout the game, but especially, especially on that final drive, noted that play to Jalen Guyton. And it's what you do when, when nobody's watching. And in July, again, these guys are playing second and third team offense. Uh, they're just trying to get better. They're trying to make the team. First of right. all, a lot of these guys are on the right. bubble. You know, Jalen Guyton, Tyron Johnson, they were not guaranteed a, a roster spot going into this. Mm -hmm. KJ Hill, a seventh round pick. You're not guaranteed a roster spike okay. coming into this. So to kind of flashback to July and where they were, they didn't have an offseason program. And they were kind of just, they were buds. Like, like Justin was saying, they did a lot of stuff together. And you look at week 15, they're on a primetime stage winning the Chargers' first divisional game since 2018. And, and that's where I want to go next, Haley. I, I just think it's so important. Uh, momentum doesn't carry over from one season to the next, probably more likely than not. But I think it's a little bit different in this case because you have a young quarterback who's trying to establish himself in this league and he's obviously doing it. Uh, they have to win division games to, to yeah. have any chance of, of making noise in the postseason and future seasons. To beat the Raiders on the road Thursday night, that's a big win. And now you have the Broncos and the Chiefs. Now, week 17, the Chiefs could have the, the whole thing wrapped up and maybe they yeah. don't play their guys. I just think it's very important for this team to lock in, beat these divisional opponents. So when 2021 does come around, you've done it already. You know, you're not yeah. waiting to do it. Yeah, and I think, again, going back to this game specifically, you look at – all the different things too that then happened in this game. Derek Carr going out, Marcus Mariota coming in. I'm sure we'll talk some some duck action in a little bit. Oh, yeah. But but with that, and then you also have you know the two missed field goals by Michael Badgley. That there was a lot of adversity and and things to work through in this game, and they ended up doing it and executing through it. And I think you know that's been something that 
again, that's sort of been missing at other times during the season that it's like one play here or there that, that literally changed the course of the game. I mean, you look at the last time these two teams met, it was that final play of the game that, that just wasn't executed properly. And so I think you're right. I think to get the one win, it's not sort of the, the elephant in the room or the monkey on your back anymore that, Hey, we've got the win. We can throw that, you know, not stat, but that note out the window and not have to kind of go into these games being like, oh gosh, we haven't won since 2018 in the AFC West. Like, is this going to be the day? I think getting this one is really, really huge. And again, I think just the type of game that it was for the defense to go up against a guy they did not game plan for at all, which coach Lynn said at the end, and someone who is a, a very valid dual threat and Marcus Mariota played really well last night. And for other things to happen, for the offense to then get the opportunity at the end to go down and win it, which they did, I just think that this is a really, really, it's a really big win for them. Even though it's so late in the season, even though there's nothing really that, you know, statistically that you're playing for right now, but but in terms of playing for your pride and your team, this is a really big one for sure. Let's talk about the, the quarterback Ducks. Derek Carr, when when your star quarterback goes out, Haley, more likely yeah. than not, you're, you're thinking, okay, the backup's coming in. This is a huge advantage for the defense. They're, they're going to pin this. their ears back. They're going to go. They're going to win the football game. Not when the backup was a number two overall draft pick and has a, a ton of starting experience in this league. And to have it be Mariota versus Herbert, and Herbert called Marcus mm-hmm. Mariota one of his heroes I mean, I, that's what that's what I think is so cool. I think I, I want to check what the ratings were in Eugene last night for this yeah. game because I think you know if, if you're if you're going to rank them in, in cities uh, per capita, Eugene may have been lit. <laughs> Sky high, yeah. Sky high. Well, I just love and I tweeted this too when I had caught up with Dan Fouts after the Chargers had drafted Herbert. He told me at the end he's like, "Ooh, he's like, hey, we got another duck in the division." He's like, "Wouldn't it be great if?" we saw Marcus Mariota and Justin Herbert. And he's like, you don't have to guess which side I would be on with that one. Although it would be hard, but you know where my alliance lies, but just like so crazy. And on Thursday night football on the national stage for that to happen, it was just wild. I mean, this game literally had everything. It was so nuts. And and it was kind of funny because the Monday night game between the Browns and the, the Ravens and Browns was on another level too. Oh, and, yeah. and this was kind of cool in a, in a really different way, but yeah, I mean, this was a guy who they assembled. I think it was 10, a 10 minute, 52 second drive towards the end of the game. He was making plays with his legs. Coach Lynn said it was obviously a surprise to the defense when a guy like that comes in, especially on a short week, you know, oh, this yeah. is like you're cramming. You're not even, you know, you're doing walkthroughs. You're just That's trying what to it is. It, you're right. It's walkthroughs. <laughs> it's, it, you, you know, you, you're just trying to get to Thursday. Exactly. You're literally trying to get to Thursday and you're trying to get bodies healthy for Thursday and all of that. So absolutely. It was, it was a a surprise and it had everything, but, and I'm sure Eugene, like you said, was, was lit and wild. I think the funniest tweet I saw was someone who said this was like university of Oregon fan fiction because it's like two, (laughs) two of their star quarterbacks going up against each other unexpectedly. You didn't know this was going to happen, but that was a really fun, just kind of a fun element too. And I think hearing Herbert after the game and hearing him talk so glowingly about Mariota and and that kind of moment. I think you think of guys, younger players in the NFL looking up, you know, he was asked about Tom Brady earlier this season, playing against a guy like Brady and and Drew Brees and all that, but to have something so personal, I think was just really, really special and just a, a, a different element to this game. And I thought that that was just really, really cool. 
And something, again, you couldn't have scripted. And, and it's so unfortunate, like you said, when your starting quarterback goes out. But but for that guy to come in and, and for them to kind of have the game that they did, that was just, it was just really cool. It was fun to watch. Just to get back to Justin for a second, when, when the moment is biggest, he seems to play at his best. Like yeah. last week, that, that throw to Tyron Johnson to set up the game-winning field goal. Um, I go back to Monday Night Football. Uh, you know, he, he threw that ball to Mike Williams down the sidelines yeah. that at least put uh, the kicking game in a, in a position to win the game. I mean, we just talked about Thursday night, yep. 578 passing yards, seven total touchdowns, no interceptions in both of his primetime games. This is for the NFL schedule makers. Put the Chargers on primetime in 2021 more than a few times, please. I'm asking you. Yeah. I, I think we, you know, we know, obviously, when you kind of look at the schedules and everything like that, you can go, okay, this team doesn't have Phillip Rivers anymore. They got a rookie. They had a bum record last year. Like we'll just sort of, you know, piece them in. Although the Monday night game was, was very cool, but heck yeah. I think, I think it's very cool. We see it, you know, cause we watch all these games week after week and, and we watch the press conferences and the note news and notes and all of that. But when you see sort of the national level of, of just, former players in this league, analysts, pundits get up and, and start tweeting and start, you know, texting things about the game. I just think that's really cool because he's arrived, you know, there's, there's no way of, of slicing and dicing it. He is clearly the front runner for offensive rookie of the year. He is doing everything in his power to, you know, to cement that for himself. And yeah, I think, I think we probably could see some more chargers in prime time next year, because he's also, he's so fun to watch too. You know, it's, it's, you get the ball, you know, he's going to just rip some downfield and that's what he did last night. And when you see people like Adam shine tweeting, he's special. People are taking note. Yeah. People are taking notes. Uh, Terry Bradshaw was, was speaking very glowingly <laughs> yeah. came about Herbert. Um, you, you know, sometimes in this league, you win in bunches and you lose in bunches. And I go back to week two against the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. Justin tapped on a shoulder, went in, did his thing. They led wire to wire, lost to the Chiefs uh, on the final gun. Had they won that game, you know, and I know this is woulda, coulda, but this is a podcast. We could talk about this. Yeah. Had they won that game, that confidence going into the next game, in the next game, we saw this in 2018. The Chargers were six and one in one score games on route mm -hmm. to a 12 and four record. When you lose close games, sometimes you lose in bunches. And that's unfortunately what has happened to the Chargers this year. It's been good to see them win in close games each of the last two weeks. You want to see them finish strong. But I tell you, th this team is not far off. And when we talk about not having Derwin James and Drew Tranquil and, and a host of guys, Brian Bulaga and Trey Turner, who they, they got in a trade and free agency respectively, they haven't mm -hmm. really been together on the offensive right. line. Mike Pouncey, before the, end of, before the beginning of the season, out. There's been a lot of adversity from an injury perspective, and you never make injuries uh, an excuse in the NFL. Yeah. Everybody says that. But – it's the facts. Okay. I don't think this team is far off. Uh, and I think the last two weeks have shown it. It'd be good to close it the right way. Yeah, absolutely. In speaking to Hannah Storm, who I had on my podcast this week, she was talking about how excited she was to be able to watch Justin Herbert. And she said she sees a lot of, of sort of 
Josh Allen's first year in the league that's sort of happening right now. And then even she goes Baker Mayfield, like they've gotten the pieces around them. And maybe it's even on the other side of the ball, like getting some guys back, like you said, with, with Derwin and Drew that now these teams are sort of being fully realized. You're seeing what the Buffalo Bills are doing. You're seeing what the Cleveland Browns are doing. I mean, they're not a joke anymore to go toe to toe with the Baltimore Ravens. That's, you know, they're, they're legitimate, but it's just like to that point, just getting some guys back, getting some guys around him to really build and, and move forward. That's something that Fox talked about after the game too, you know, this is your rookie quarterback window. This is this window and he's extremely special and he's extremely talented. And he's the guy that's going to lead this franchise for the next, however many years ahead. And I think to, to take this win, they've got two in a row now to come back home next week, play the Broncos and then end it in KC. I think it could be really good. Even if they go, you know, even if they split these next two to even just kind of rattle off three, wins out of the final quarter of the season, that would just be so helpful. And, you know, again, you mentioned it, who knows if momentum can carry on, but at least you've, you've built that confidence that you can win. And I think the way that they've won these last couple of weeks says a lot too, that they've flipped the script, you know, and they've overcome, like I said, even this game, a lot of adversity in this game where it could have gone South and, and ultimately it didn't. And that's for the best. Yeah. I think for Justin, to win a division game, you know, you're going to hit little landmarks throughout the course of your mm-hmm. rookie season. And he hit another one. You know, he hit one last week with that that throw that set up the game winner. Uh, the 53 yard pass to Jalen Guyton was just ridiculous. Insane. When, when you know that only a touchdown wins that game on that drive. Yeah. And to do that um, and, you know, to get, you know, guys like Hunter Henry, I'm going to give Hunter a, a lot of props because he kind of set the tone. Yeah on that first drive in, in, in the passing game too. Uh, Hunter is, uh, means a lot to this team as a blocker, as a pass catcher, as a leader. Um, so you got to give Hunter a, a lot of credit too when, when guys like Keenan and Mike were down. Um, we talked about the young guys. And I think defensively, I'd be remiss if we didn't mention Chris Harris Jr. in, in that interception. Yeah. That was a huge play. Obviously, uh, Chargers not able to convert the field goal. But mm-hmm. that's why you get a guy. I think it was popular tweeted. That's why you get a guy like uh, Chris Harris Jr. Yeah. To, to make a play like that. And that's when a guy like Darwin James next year, that's the kind of plays you're going to get. I love that, that Chris Harris Jr. after the game said he didn't want a goose egg season. He didn't want a season without, oh, yeah. without getting a pick like that. And I think another guy to mention too, Isaac Rochelle, that third down play that he had the pass breakup, which it wasn't necessarily a great pass anyway. Like they said, it you know it, it might not have turned into anything, but to be able to, to knock it down and force the field goal attempt with time left to give your offense time to go down the field, which they did, huge. that was really huge. That was totally huge because that was one of those plays I think with how much time the Raiders had spent on the p- on the field previously throughout the whole second half, and then that drive also was extremely long, we were, I think, kind of nervous. Like, is this going to be one of those times where the offense doesn't even get the ball? That I think no. Justin Herbert attempted one pass in the fourth quarter or something like that, and and it felt almost like a you know one of those like a shame where oh shoot they should probably change the overtime rules because give the other guy a shot you know just get but, him on the but field. Isaac just get him on the field. But, um, but that Isaac play too, I thought was really, really huge. And, and defensively to, to have guys like that make those plays towards the end that it just showed, you know, they wanted to win. They were going to fight to win and they were going to do whatever they could. And, and they made it happen. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned Isaac because w- with Joey Bosa limited and eventually out of yeah. the game 
and no Melvin Ingram. You know, these are the guys you talk about, Bosa Ingram, Bosa Ingram. And mm-hmm. to not have, you know, two of the best pass rushers in the league, uh, you need guys to obviously step up and, and Isaac doing things on or off the field. So shout out to Isaac. Yep. Yep. Got to get those hashtag WPMOY plus Rochelle uh, tweets <laughs> in there. We'll be, we'll be retweeting a lot, I think, on that. But but yeah, that really cool. I mean, like you said, when you think of sort of your two bookend pieces, but then you have these other younger guys who are on this defense too, when they step up, step up and make plays, it's what you want to see. And, and as a, you know, a team and a coaching staff, it's what you want to see too, because it shows that you have the depth there to sort of, you know, step in and take over when, when those bookend cornerstones go out. Well, Chargers fans should be pretty happy. First game of week 15, a win for the Bolts. Relax, watch some football on Sunday. No stress. Your team and Saturday. Won. And Saturday. That's right. Too. We got a, we had a couple of games on Saturday. <laughs> Who plays Saturday again? Green Bay. Green Bay plays the later game. It's it's Carolina Green Bay in the later game, and then earlier game. Um, oh, we got a Bills Broncos. In the there we go. So a little right, AFC so West uh, stuff happening. There you go. Yeah, Chargers Week 16 opponent playing on Saturday too. So check that out. This was fun. It's fun when each of the last two games end on the final drive, right? We got the podcast name. I don't know. I, I still got to go back and forth whether or not maybe we should. I, know, we, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those when it when it works well, it's great. When it doesn't, oh boy, yeah. you uh, we 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 uh, come on here and we're like, yep, the the FD words. Those uh, <laughs> make us very nervous. Well, it, it was good this week, uh, guys. Thanks so much for for. Tuning in, Chargers Podcast Network, uh, Playmakers. Listen, uh, Haley had an awesome one with Hannah Storm and Andrea Kramer, and it's pretty evergreen. So go back and check that out. That that had to have been pretty cool for you. It was really cool. I mean, I think for me, I I said this to, to one of them. I think it was Andrea towards the end. When I started that a year ago, you know, I knew what they had been doing for Amazon Prime. I literally didn't know how to get in touch with them. And and I think, you know, you do this too. When we book our guests, which we do on our own, we work our connections and things like that. But that is a totally different realm. I didn't even know. And and I was super thankful that someone from Amazon's PR staff reached out and, and it was just great. They were so much fun to talk to. I couldn't get them off the phone. And I say that in the best possible way as it was hard. I think it was an over an hour. And then I ended up trimming it down to about 45 minutes, but, but yeah, that was really cool. Really excited and and proud of, of what they're doing in this league. And, and they're going to be calling. I know there's next week, there's Friday football. There's I think Saturday football again next week or, or something crazy but they're going to be on those games and uh, it's a lot of fun it's it's really great just to see that awesome it's a great listen check that out uh, always appreciate you guys listening for Haley Elwood I'm Chris Harry. this is the final drive presented by Microsoft Surface <laughs>